Judge it a show, boo. Blow the show. Coming to you live from a little grass shack in the middle of the Pacific Ocean, it's the Junior Kekuweba Jr. Show starring Junior Kekuweba Jr. Join Junior along with the Wayne Bote Band as he makes any kind from Hawaii. And now, ladies and gentlemen, Junior Kekuweba Jr. Welcome to the podcast. I'm Junior Keiko Virginia. Oh, bro, this is pretty exciting, cousins. This is pretty, well, you know, maybe maybe for everybody except, well, there's some guys, right? They, they, they're sitting down and going, bro, there is nothing exciting about this show, right? No, but there is a couple stuff exciting, you know, right? Because you guys can take away something today. That's right. Yeah, no, no more free prizes. Sorry. We did away with that. But we used to do that on the radio, bro. We used to give away. Okay, on the radio, right? They used to give away prizes that was insured, bro, by insurance companies. Did you know that? Did you know that? Bro, they used to give cars away, right? So you, they used to do this thing, bro. I, I mean, it, I think they still do them, but, the, you know, because of the virus, right? They're not doing them. So, the, so I never noticed, but. You know when they give away cars and stuff like that? So back in the old days, right? The car dealership used to put up the car, right? And then and then they used to do the kind, right? Like win them. Somebody could actually win the car. Okay, then they came up with this idea, right? Okay, we're going to insure the contest. So if somebody just by accident picks the number, right? Then we're going to, because they're paying premium, right? Then we're going to let, let the person win. It's all good. But they had on way of doing this, right? Bro, we, we was at so many of the... I never did ask them how the thing worked because, you know, like the mafia, bro. There's, there's certain things, you know, like, no, you know what I mean? But, but bro, they, bro, every time, right? So they would give away, like, one trip to Vegas, right? Like, couple trips, whatever. Everybody feels good, right? And then the winner would always lose. You know that? Like, so they, they cut them down, right? So, like, say you get 10 guys, okay? Then the semifinalists, you get five guys, okay? <clears throat> then they line up the five guys, right? And then they always, bro, always, they line up the five guys, okay? So the, the, the you know, couple place, I don't know, whatever they whatever they feeling at the moment, right? So a couple of those five guys walk away with parting gifts and gifts with TV gifts from the sponsors and all that kind, right? Then you get, like, first, second, third, right? So the two guys, you know, second and third, right? They win Vegas trips. And the first guy, right? The winner, right? The winner, okay? What they do is they, they give him a trip to Vegas, but he didn't win the car. You know what I mean? So, like, no matter what, they they win, they give him the trip to Vegas, okay? But they give him a way of doing them, see? So, another we never, like, no. We never, like, no. We was watching every single time, right? So what I did, so my role in the whole thing, right? Uh, it, I mean, I was guilty by association. Right? I was guilty by association, but but we never we never really uncover how the scam worked because we never like no right. But bro, wasn't scamming. We seen certain things where we never ask questions. <laughs> so bro, you know in radio, it's like it's like working for the mob. You know, ask questions. 
bro, back in the day, bro, I was around the mob 24-7, bro. I saw, I saw mob, guy, oh, bro, Yakuza, everything, right? And, and I learned that you don't want to know. You don't want to know, don't ask questions. And sometimes you see some, like, some major stuff, you know what I mean? Like, like, oh, what is that suitcase full of white powder? Never mind, shut up, you know, like, no. But you know what I mean? The uncles, bro, they would just tell you, hey, 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 shut up, look over here. Hey, look, look that way, over there, look over there. You see over there? Yeah, I see over there. Okay, keep your eyes over there. You know what I mean? That's what they would tell us, right? Bro, we would crack up when we see stuff like that. So, I mean, you know, because we knew something was going down, right? But, and we wanted the information, but, but the uncles never gave them to us. You know, you know what I'm saying? They was trying to protect our lives, bro. But, so we would look at this contest go down and we go, okay, guess what? Right? Cause we, right, we, my job was to sing. My job was to entertain. I was the monkey in the monkey suit, right? And, and the organ grinder was brother Wayne, right? He was playing, he was playing the keyboard and I was entertaining, right? I would come on, I would sing my songs, everything. But we was billing, bro. We, we, the, the kind of, the kind of money we was billing and the kind of money we was making, you know, they would get, you know, the regular DJs who show up, they give them hundred bucks, whatever, right? So us guys, we was doing thousands, okay? And, and we was billing, see? And we, we had this whole system that we was doing. But we was doing it from the business end. Okay, on the disc jockey end, right, those guys, you know, they make the $100, they go home. Okay, so uh, so us guys, right, so we on the way down, we talk his story. Me and Brother Wayne, we talk his story. And, and Brother Wayne is blind, okay? Brother Wayne was blind. And he could see true people. <laughs> like, he was blind. And he could see more than, you know, because he never had distractions, you see? So your eyes are the distractors, okay? And this could lead up to the law of attraction. Hang in there. Okay, hang in there, guys. Okay, so so anyway, Brother Wayne used to tell me, well, guess what's going to happen today? I go, yep, there's another car giveaway. Somebody going to Vegas. And that was the joke, bro. That was the joke. With the, it's another car giveaway, right? They go on chance. So so you enter for a chance to win, right? You enter, and then you get the chance, right? And then everybody goes to Vegas, right? So, so and, and everybody goes home happy. Right? Because nobody gonna cry foul if they win one trip to Vegas. You know what I mean? And so they, so everybody goes home telling the same story from all these events, right? And the story is, oh, bro, I never win the car, but you know what, bro? We're going to Vegas, right? Okay. So that was the whole thing, bro. So to us, right, we looked at it as a scam. And to the regular everyday guys, they looked at it like, oh, they win one trip to Vegas, so nobody grumble. Right, but nobody grumbled. But so we never even asked what was what was behind the scenes. We never, we never like no. We did our job. We came. We did our okay. And then on the other end, oh, but on the other end, we was bringing in some dollars. <laughs> we was bringing in dollars on the other side, right? So we had our own. We had our own mafia. And it consists of, of certain people that we was doing business with. And, bro, they, they took care of us. I got to tell you that. They took care. We're not going to name names, Hawaiians. We're not going to name names. But they took care of us. Okay. Now, this brings me to the law of attraction. Okay. You only get, Hawaiians, in life what you give. Okay. So so you get you, what, you, what you receive, okay, is what you give out and you receive it by measure. Okay, in other words, if you give out plenty, you get back plenty. You give out a little bit, you get a little bit. Okay, 
So that that's kind of like where it's at, okay? And so so we made it a, a choice. We made it a a, a personal a personal choice, right? To give, and we always gave more than we got. I mean, you know, as far as I know, anyway, right? And so, and and the thing is, always when you guys give, right? You know, cause we, we, we saw these guys, we saw, you know, and we saw like a lot of guys in entertainment industry, stuff like that. And they, you know, we saw a lot of guys give and then we saw the, the guys that was real, uh, you know, I like say, um, I don't want to really say selfish, but they just weren't the kind of people to think of others. That's all. And we saw those guys crash and burn. We saw all those guys crash and burn. You know that the good guys, the nice guys. I mean, the real, not the nice guys. I don't, you know, not like, not like guys pretending to be nice. I mean, the really authentic good guys. It is still out there, and they still, they still making money. They still doing their thing. You know, we seen the guys that was all in it for themselves, and we saw them crash and burn. I mean, basically, that's all we saw. You know, but but anyway, um. You know, so it was St. Catherine of Siena who said that, that you will be rewarded by your giving. I think, I think it was St. Catherine of Siena. I don't know. Maybe it was St. Catherine school. I don't know. Uh, I actually went to a St. Catherine school, bro. So, uh, so all my alums out there, I know, I know you get some alumni go back. I went to St. Catherine's first communion with him, right? And then I saw, bro, I saw something weird on a, on the news today, right? And it was about the statue of Moloch. I don't know if you guys know Moloch, okay? So that's a that's a that's a um, the God in the Bible. There was this idol in the Bible, and they would they would take kids through the fire. It was it was a symbolic kind of thing. There, there wasn't really burning kids, but but in the in the Old Testament, uh, some of the stories, they said that they would burn, they would heat the statue. And they would put the kids on top of the statue and they would burn to death as an offering. Okay. Now the way I the way I read about them was like they would take the kids, okay, and they would put them through the fire. Like real fast, okay? Like not they wouldn't get burned or anything, just like boom, they just like sweep them through the thing. And and that was like one one offering or one one ceremonial that kind of stuff, right? Well, whatever happened, right? Because I wasn't there, right? I'm not gonna be concerned about one statue that was there. A couple thousand years ago, you, you, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm just not like that. God, I mean, you know, I don't care. The only thing that was alarming, about to me, was that the Pope authorized this statue, right, of this thing, right, this this demon god or whatever he was, this god, and and they put him in the Colosseum to like at the opening of you know the Colosseum, the entrance, the Colosseum of Rome, okay. So now the other thing I gotta tell you guys, okay, if you guys really, you know, if there's a lot, there's a lot of truthers out there that follow me, cause, cause I see them, you know, all over the place on social media. And these are people that are interested in the truth. Now, having said that, there's a lot of Christians that follow me, okay, a lot of them follow me cause, you know, they like, they like see, cause I, I wear the star of David, so they, they actually like see if I'm Christian or what, they don't know what, you know, I tell them, no, I, I'm not religious, I'm spiritual. There's a difference, okay? So spiritual, right, is that one-to-one connection with the creator. So this one kid, he was, he was like a young kid, and he asked me, he goes, he goes, he goes, who is, who is your, who is your God, right? And I told him, I said, I don't know who's my God, right? And the reason I told him, I don't know who's my God, is because I feel my God, right? I pray to my God. I meditate to my God, okay? 
But then if I was to have an exam and somebody was to write down, okay, you get multiple choice, right? <laughs> A, Yahweh. B, Jehovah. C, right? And the, and the list goes on and on. Right? Elohim. D, you know, and the list keep going, right? And they said, okay, Kegoeva, circle one. Which one is your God? I would not know. I wouldn't know, right? So I refer to my God as the creator. And, and the creator of all creation, whatever, right? But here's the thing, right? In the Bible, it says Elohim created the heavens and the earth. Where El is is the El God of the Bible. Okay, so you get El. It's where you get elders. It's where you get elevation. El elevation. It's where you get, you know, all, all these kind of terms, right? And then you get you get like you know the the El El God of the Bible. Lohim plurals the El in Hebrew. So so you get more than one God, right? So what they said is is the gods in you know when they say the gods like that, right? So they said, what, what happens is in, in the old Hebrew tradition, they were henotheist, uh, theistic, okay? And henotheistic means you choose one God out of all the gods, and then that's your God, and then that's it, right? And you worship that God, you don't worship the other gods. And that's what it means in the Bible when the thing, you know, when it, it says, thou shall have no other gods before me, right? Okay, so they, they was talking about because they was henotheistic, right? They was talking like, okay, this is all the gods and you're choosing this one and that's the one you can stick to, right? So I think they, the gods never like God jumping is what I was thinking. You know what I was thinking? Like, if you jump from God to God, it's like, no, well, I'm going to pray to this one today. Uh, next week, we're going to do Jehovah because, you know, it's a, it's a different week and, and we feel like, the guy, you know, we're not feeling this God this week. You, you know what I'm saying, Hawaiians? So like, you know, I mean, when you, when you study this kind of esoteric knowledge, bro, it's a trip because, you know, you're not, you're not always going, you're not always going to uh, be uh, on, on the same level as the other guy, right? The next person. So when this kid told me, do you know who's your God? Well, he said, who's your God? And I couldn't name him because I never, you know, I, my, my God, to me, my God, no more even, I mean, you know, I say Father God in my head, but, you know, even I'm, you know, not that I'm not that smart, but even I know that God is not on male or female. Okay, so here's how that thing got started in the beginning. Okay, like 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 long time, bro. Like long, long, long time ago. Okay, in the ancient days, God was referred to as rain. Rain. You know the rain they cut the ua. The, the, you Hawaiians understand ua. For you guys, you guys in Israel listening right now, because we get guys all over the world, bro, listening to this. Yeah, so you guys from out of town, if you guys listening to this, okay, what I'm really talking about is rain, the rain that comes down, okay? So they thought that this rain that came down was God's fluid, okay? And God's fluid was fertilizing the planet, okay? Why? Because things needed water to grow, okay? Now, these guys wasn't, you know, rocket scientists, right? They wasn't rocket scientists, but they never have to be rocket scientists because they knew that, that this was life-giving fluid, okay? Now, okay, hear me out now. <laughs> so, so Mother Earth, right? And, and then Father Rain, okay? And then, and then you had the Son of God, right? You had the Son of God that came out, okay, gave light to the planet, you know, the Alpha, the Omega, without whom... We all perish, right? All of that, right? 
So, so this is all in, in the studies, bro. This is all in an esoteric knowledge. So you get esoteric, which is inside knowledge, inner knowledge, okay? Like on the inside of things. And then you get the surface knowledge, the exoteric knowledge on the outside, right? So a lot of these kids, these young kids, they know about this stuff. They read all this kind, right? They get clubs, they get groups. I belong to one of these groups on Facebook and I see them, you know, and they bring out all this kind. But these, these guys are so technical, right? These guys know so much stuff, right? About so many things, you know? And then you get the, the sign, right? You get the Masonic hand signs. Okay. So Jesus is flashing one, one Masonic hand sign. Okay. So this is, this came up yesterday. And then Baphomet. Okay. So Baphomet, the, you know, the one that the satanic guys use, right? The symbol. Okay. So Baphomet turns out, right? Uh, he's using a Masonic hand sign. He's, one is going up, one is going down, right? And so they said, oh, well, this is representing the duality. Right, so the duality. So I'm like, okay. So we, you know, we get into these discussions. So these young kids always asking me because they see me wearing a star of David, and I told them no. When I, when I studied sacred geometry, right, so Fibonacci sequence, all of that, right, that's in all plants and living things. Okay, and and I studied that and the star of life, the tree of life, you know, all this kind of stuff. And you can find like the flower of life inside, you know, church windows, bro. They get, they get all this kind of stuff and it's hidden in plain sight. Because the average guy, if you tell him, oh, did you see the flower of life on that church window? The guy will look at the church window and go, uh, no. <laughs> you know, cause he's too busy. He's too busy working and supporting his family, doing all this kind of stuff, right? He's busy. So society keeps everybody busy. They miss the flower of life. They, they miss all this stuff and it's right there. I mean, you look on a church stained glass window, and you can see that you can see the design, right? And it's there if you know. If you don't know, then it's not there, right? Because if you don't know, it's not there. It's invisible. You see what I'm saying? So these guys, these guys always asking me questions. So I said, no, I, I wear the Star of David because the Star of David is representative of the Star Tetrahedron, you know. And and these kids know. They know a lot of these kids. Oh, Star Tetrahedron. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Because at the molecular level, right, it's the building blocks of all life forms. You know what I mean? You know, so so within, you know, the flower of life, the, get the tree of life, get get all this stuff. When you break them down, geometrically, bro, I don't, you know, I never take geometry in school, bro. I wasn't that smart. You know, you know what I mean, bro? I wasn't, you know, I wasn't geometry smart. You know, I was, I was, I was uh, trumpet in the band room smart, and and even that, I wouldn't get kicked out. So anyway, so these guys, they, they ask him all this kind of stuff, you know. So we, we, we go through this all the time. And one guy said, uh, what, what he said? He said, uh, your God is, uh, rampant. You know, I'm like, rampant is my God? He goes, your God is rampant. I'm like, okay, whatever. So it turns out rampant is associated with the hexagram, right? And the hexagram is the star of David. It's also the shield of David. And the middle part is actually representative of the sun, the actual physical sun, okay? The son of God, okay? And then the kids, you know, they, they fight with me because, you know, they go, well, Christianity is not pagan sun worship. And I'm like, Christianity is pagan sun worship. Check it out. Look at the symbols, you know, symbols, right? So the symbols, when you look at the symbols, you go, oh, yeah, going sun over there. Even a pope. You know the pope when you walk in with the guy? Okay, get on sun on top of the cross. 
if you look good, okay, it's the sun on the cross. And and it's it's the literal sun with the, the rays of the sun, right? Now the Pope freaked out everybody I, I guess a couple of days ago when he walked in his processional, right? And he was carrying I forget what you call him. It it's in witchcraft, right? It's the stick that they use in witchcraft, and that's the one he was carrying inside. And now he's building a church, they're building one church for the Abrahamic religions. Okay, so like Judaism, right? So the Jews, right? Catholicism, the Catholics, okay? And then they, I mean, so all of Abraham, basically, all of Abraham, Islam, right? They, they are not all like put these guys in one roof, right? So they're building this, this big temple, okay? Now, it's in the Bible, right? It's in these prophecies that the rebuilding of King Solomon's temple going to happen, okay? So I don't know if this is the one, but brah, they, how you can get the is Islamic people, right, to swallow Catholicism, okay? But here, here's the thing on the other side, right? So on the other side of stuff, because, I, you know, I, I have some friends that are Islamic, right? And some Muslim friends, and, and not, bro, nothing's wrong with them, you know what I mean? So there's radical Islam, right? There's radical guys, there's radical Catholics, there's, bro, I don't know if you guys ever heard of Northern Ireland, but, bro, those guys, Belfast, oh, bro, they was throwing pipe bombs, like, for years, bro. They, and they was Catholic, right? They was Catholic. Okay, so so they're building this thing, right? And now we get the, this prophecy of this one-world religion coming. So they go, oh, this this one world. So they're trying to bring everybody. And I guess the Pope is trying to do his part, right? And trying to bring everybody on the one roof kind of thing, Right? And I'm like, oh, how, how is this going to work, right? And there's a lot of people looking at this thing going, bro, it's not going to work. And then, so the Pope is carrying this this thing, right, the other day. And and it's the witchcraft uh, stick. I don't know. It's a stick. kind of like, you know, it's a pagan thing, whatever. And these guys, you know, so I think what the Pope is doing is he's trying to malama everybody. He's trying to, he's trying to, he's trying to be all things to all people. You know what I'm saying? But then, but then here's the thing, right? If you do your research and you do your esoteric knowledge, then you go find out that the Catholic Church actually created Islam. It, it actually created the Islamic religion, right? And so, so there's this old expression and it says, all roads lead to Rome, right? So what does this have to do with the law of attraction? Okay, well, this is what it has to do, right? So the law of attraction says that whatever you focus on, right, can materialize. Now, what they do, okay, and when I say they, I mean the powers that be, the Roman Catholic Church is part of this thing, every government on the planet is part of this thing, right? See, the last thing these guys want is every human getting together, okay? That's the last thing they want, okay, because they want everybody fighting, they want division, because they know with division, right? Divide and conquer. They can they can have control. First, it's chaos, right? Abdo, uh, just look up abdo decayo. Okay, that's that's order out of chaos. That's that's what they want. Okay, so that that's the goal, right there. Keep everybody fighting. Keep the Catholics and the Muslims at war, right? The Christians and the Muslims, right? Because they're always beefing, but they're always scrapping. The Christians and the Muslims have been fighting for centuries. Centuries, bro. You do your homework, Hawaiians, do your homework. And then, not only that, but you go in the Middle East, right? You get Shiite Muslims. And then you get, you know, you get Sunni Muslims. You get, bro, these guys all 
everybody's divided. You know what I mean? So you get division, right? So now the Pope wants to wants to malama all these guys. He wants to bring everybody under one roof. Wow, bro, like see this. I like see I don't I don't know how the Jews gonna do this, right? But did you know that the Jews wear the yarmulke because of the Pope? Because of the Pope, bro. Okay? So and all, all the cardinals, right? They all get yarmulkes. Okay. So all you gotta do is go which came first? The chicken or the egg. Okay? The chicken or the egg pot, right? And then cause cause what what came first? The Catholic Church came first. Right? So Jesus Christ, okay, his disciple, Saint Peter was the one, the first Pope. And it kinda went down from there. Saint Peter was a Jew. Okay? Kinda went down from there. Okay, and then but if you ask the if if you ask the rabbis, right? Well they're gonna they're gonna give you the history, right? But see the connection is is really far back, but the connection is like like way back, right? And then they go, Oh no, but we, we predate the we predate the Catholic Church. I'm like, well, yeah, but you guys know predate the Caesars of Rome. <laughs> you know, you guys know predate the Flavians that wrote the Bible. You guys know you guys know predate those guys, you know what I mean? And then over the over the centuries and centuries, right, things didn't change a little bit, little bit, and then kind of went into the church, right? And then you had the Holy Roman Empire, and then now you get the Catholic Church, and then you know. But when you look at the history and you follow, you follow them all the way back, okay? So you can follow either the power or the money, and it all leads to Rome. And then all of Rome, Rome went out and they controlled all of Europe. And then the Europeans went out and then, you know what I mean? For example, okay, and I always use this as an example, okay? So for example, King Philip of Spain, right? So so he had he had he had money, right? So he financed an expedition. He hired Magellan, which is Portuguese, okay, and then he had on Spanish crew, right? They went and they found land. Okay, and the land that they found was the Philippines. Now, when they went to the Philippines, they never know as Philippines. They went claim them in the name of King Philip of Spain. Okay, so now these guys, right? They they just claimed the land in the, in the name of King Philip. Now they was actually Malaysian in in origin. These guys, right? The Filipinos. So so most Filipinos aren't even, bro. They don't even know why they called Filipinos. You just ask on Filipino. Hey, bro, how come you guys called Philip? Why are you guys called Filipinos? Not one of them gonna say, uh, because we're named after King Philip of Spain. They, they don't, but half of these guys, they don't even know. You know, I've been working with Filipinos long time, bro. They, they, you ask them, uh, why are you guys known as Filipinos? Well, oh, geez, uh, cause we come from the Philippines, right? That's, that's the answer right now, right? So, so anyway, but the law of attraction says that what you focus on intensifies, okay? So these guys, okay, they wanna, you know, First, they had they had everybody's focus on division, right? Now they're trying to make on one world government, okay? But in the process, right, they're still focusing everybody's attention on division, okay? How is this happening? Well, everybody's on their devices, right? So they want everybody at home. They want everybody to stay at home, but you can go on your devices, okay? So everybody's going on their devices, they only right? And now they're controlling the information. That's another thing, always. Did you know they're controlling information? Bro, they're taking down stuff, they get policies now. If anybody's speaking out against the government or speaking out against certain stuff, they would take it down. Facebook will not put it up, Instagram will not put it up, YouTube will not put it up, right? 
on a podcast so far, you know, we're all right. But we're not doing hate speech on this podcast. You know what I mean? I'm not, I'm not even swearing on this podcast. I, I'm trying not to, you know, but sometimes, bro, I, I tell you, sometimes I'm tempted. I want, you know what I mean? I'm tempted. But but what I'm telling you guys, I'm giving you guys information so you guys can check them out on your own. Now, I'm not telling you to believe in a Catholic church. I'm not telling you to believe Muslim. I'm not telling you to believe spiritual. I'm not telling you what to believe. I'm just telling you that they're building one church. Okay, this is the information. They're building one church for the Abrahamic religions. Okay, and they want to get all these guys together in one church. Okay, and then, and they, and the, this is the Pope's message. Okay, now the spooky part about this message. Okay, couple of things. This Pope is very spooky for a few reasons to me. And if you're a believer, okay, believer, okay, uh, or a Christian, or uh, let's say a Mormon, or let's say a Lutheran or a Baptist, or right. Now, if you even even a spiritual person, right? If you guys are spiritual, this is spooky for a few reasons. Number one, this is the black pope, okay, or a black pope, okay. Now, if, if you guys don't know what I'm talking about, okay, the pope is actually a Jesuit pope from the Jesuit order, okay. Never have one for a long time, okay. Now he's the pope right now. Okay, now that is in the book of Revelation, okay? Now, I don't know how they choose this stuff. I mean, I know how they choose the Pope and everything, you know, the election. But I don't know how everything is, you know, they, they, they're running this thing. They're running, they're running this thing like, like it came from the Bible, like the Bible is a playbook or it's actual prophecy from God. Okay, so now they, but they, they're going towards the one world religion thing. The one world, the new world order, the one world government, the what you know, and certain people is going, nah, bro, they're not doing that, you know. But I would tell you, Hawaiians, you know, the frog, the frog in the pot, right? He doesn't know that he's being boiled until the water gets too hot, and by that time he's cooking already. You see what I'm saying? So, so we don't want the water to get too hot, is what I'm saying. But the spooky part, number one, the Pope is the black Pope, okay? Number two. The Pope, right? All roads lead to Rome, so we know that you know basically he's very high up on the food chain. And the second thing is he's putting a demonic statue right outside the Colosseum. Okay, that's that's the second red flag. The other red flag is he's carrying a witch's stick in into the kind right in into the you know, and and he's also he's also talking about a, a new uh, form of of worship. Uh, accepting everybody, he's he's trying to he's trying to revolutionize the Catholic Church, and I think I know why, because they need membership, right? So they're trying to include people into that into the fold. You see what I'm saying? Because the, the numbers of Catholics are declining, at least at least on the the world scope, right? A lot of these young kids, from what I'm seeing, bro, they don't even believe in religion. They they don't even think religion is is legitimate, right? They're looking at, at religion like a business, like, like it's only there to make money, right? And a lot of them, they're just, they're just being to themselves and doing their own trip, okay? They're into nature, they're into, you know, feeling the, the vibrations, and they're into spiritual stuff, a lot of them, okay? And then you get the religious guys looking at the spiritual guys going, bro, you guys are all going, going to hell, bro. You guys are going to cry, right? So, 
but but my thing right is is there's a lot of stuff that this pope is doing that is not very catholic is not very christian okay and it's and it's kind of alarming it's kind of alarming even from from me being uh, on the spiritual side of things right because i used to be on christian i used to be on the christian side of things till i really you know started studying underneath the foundations of stuff and i think that's where you guys should look you guys should look at esoteric knowledge you guys should study esoteric knowledge you know but whether you study it or not even if you're in a church even if the only thing you ever learned about the bible was from sunday school this looks a little spooky how is what he's doing right okay so so the law of attraction right it says that that you know what you focus on intensifies okay right now they're focusing on a couple different things right you look in, in the world right now, what are they doing? Are they encouraging everybody to get together? Or are they encourage, encouraging everybody to stay separate? Yeah, they're encouraging everybody to stay separate, right? So they're like, everybody stay separate, right? But you can go on your device, okay? So pretty soon, they, they now they're planning on opening up the country, okay? Now that, you know, all, they had to get rid of pigs, cows, vegetables, food, everything, Right? And now they're going to open up the country again. So so the way how I look, well, okay, so I looked at the first recession and I go, okay, the 2008 recession was was corporate America's attempt to get more for less. Because then people had to do more than one job for that one salary, right? Now I'm looking at this one and I'm going, wow, they're thinning the herd, okay? So first they, they did that. Now, now they're getting rid of human beings. Now they're killing people. It looks like biological warfare to me. I'm just saying, okay? I'm not, I'm not promoting hate speech or doing anything, but that's the way I look at it. It's biochemical warfare. That's how I'm looking at it. And so these guys, you know, and, and they're not, they're telling you that they're focusing on the one world government, but they're focusing on separation, bro. They're really focusing and they, they, they're putting everybody's attention on the separation. They're getting everybody's you know, mind used to accepting the separation. Now, once you focus on separation, right, you separate it, okay? And when you do that, right, people are no longer, togetherness is no longer a thing, okay? If you're not together, if you're not united, if you're not pono together with somebody else, if no more lokai, right, you Hawaiians, okay? If no more lokai, then what get? Well, you, you guys, you guys are under control, you see what I'm saying? So whether this virus is real, whether it's biochemical, whatever this this nurse was saying, no, this this uh, actually she was on uh, she was on research uh, scientist, and she said no, this thing is a combination of three different viruses, right? And we know that AIDS was a combination of two viruses, right? These guys getting more sophisticated, Hawaiians, right? And today I saw this this drone video, right? And this is not related to the, the virus, but I just thought I would mention. They got these drones now, Hawaiians, right? And these drones can go just by your profile and they can seek you out and bam, right in the head, bro. No, for real. Small kind drones. And, and they do them in, in the Middle East. They're using them already. They tested them out already. This is all scientific. All, bro, this is, you know. So here's what I'm saying, Hawaiians. First of all, be grateful that you're in the United States. Okay, second of all, be grateful. Okay, and third of all, please, above all else, be grateful because life is a blessing. And, and pretty soon, you know, you're not going to have one. 
You're not going to have one compassionate human being in charge of this, that, and the other thing. It's going to be a computer, whether you like it or not. And if you think it's frustrating right now, Hawaiians, when you call that number and they say, press one, oh, sorry, I got to go. You know, like when they say press one for these and two for these, and then you get all, all, the guy, right? Bent out of shape, right? Because you got to deal with the guy, that, the machine. Oh, God. You ain't seen nothing yet, Hawaiian. Oh, man. Hey, the podcast is being brought to you by Island Club and Spa. We'd like to thank uh, Brother Andy and Sister Jerry. Also, we'd like to uh, thank Voice Master Enterprises, family of service companies, and uh, AFM Hawaii Music. Derek Chinen is the latest artist. He's up on YouTube, and he's up on iTunes. He's on Instagram. He's all over the place. Now, just go download his music. We hope you learned something from the podcast. I'm Junior K. Quayle, Virginia. Till next time, mahalo. Aloha.